Welcome to Dating Revamped. I'm your host, Laura Nash. After my own struggles with dating, I now share insights that radically changed my relationship outcomes. Dating can be frustrating, but it doesn't have to be. Tired of repeating the same mistakes and wasting time in dead-end courtships? Well, this show is for you. I share stories on faith, dating pitfalls, life lessons, and I offer practical strategies to help you revamp your dating life so you can win in love. So get comfy and let's chat about new insights today. Hey ladies, welcome. I just thought that this would be fitting to give you a little history on dating revamped and how it all came to be. But before I go into that, I want you to know that you are welcome. Everyone is welcomed here. Whether you are a woman of faith or someone who is on the fence or someone who has never heard of Jesus or have not made a decision to walk with Christ, you are welcome here. Regardless of your race or skin color, we are women and we share similarities. We have similar experiences. There's nothing different no matter where you are in this part of the world. There is something Everything I know that will be shared on this show is something either you or a friend have have experienced or will experience. So welcome. Well, again, I said that Dating Revamped is basically uh, my heart. A few years ago when I started to interact with social media on a more on a regular basis, I started to notice a disconnect with women from what they were saying um as to what they were as a, to what they were doing they it didn't match and i there was this burden in my heart each time i saw a woman devalue herself or women selling themselves short i i began to have this deep passion in my heart that i felt that i needed to speak to single women um through how every means possible and God is amazing because shortly after I started to feel this burning desire to do this, he instilled in my heart that that's what he wanted me to do. But guess what? Yours truly was scared. I was scared, scared to death. And all the fear rose up in me. I was fearful of what people would say. I was fearful of being judged. I was fearful of failure. I was, all types of fear came over me. And so what did I do? I retreated. I retreated into, I continued to write my devotions. Um, I continued to do my, I'm a Sunday school facilitator. I continued to do that. And I continued to speak into the lives of people around me as much as I could. But I knew that God had a greater plan for me, but I just didn't want to face it. So after a year and a half of meandering and skipping around the issue and doing my own thing, God shut me down. Yes, he shut me down. And so this conversation is really about obedience. God shut me down by like this. So I was writing, I couldn't continue to do my own thing. And one day I just could not write anymore. He gave me the Lord's block and I was blocked. Now I, although I had inspiration to 
um, express an idea or a thought. I was no longer able to post on social media. I was no longer able to because nothing would come out. Although I had the whenever uh, the thoughts in my head, whenever I would put my pen to paper, nothing would come out. And it's what God did was he shut me down in this area for a moment so I could concentrate on what he wanted to me to do here. And that was the beginning of it all. But I tell you, for the last couple of years, I've been screaming and shouting and fighting against this because I refuse to believe because I'm like, God, why would you do that? I'm like, are you serious? I said, but don't you know I'm an introvert? <laughs> like, don't you know that you made me, you should know, I don't want to do this like that. I let me do it on my own terms, but he had other plans. And so that was one of the most difficult things for me because we know that I, you know, I learned that God, when he wants us to be obedient in a certain area, it is going, it's not going to be comfortable. You're going to experience difficulties as far as moving out of your comfort zone. And that old introvert thing, we know that introverts are not people that want to put themselves out there. <laughs> and I'm like, don't you know me well? And so another difficulty for me was the fact that I suffer from a little perfectionism at times and and that can get in the way because I want everything to be lined up and I want to see the plan. You're telling me to do this, but where's the plan? Where's the plan, God? And I'm like, I need a plan. I need to see the blueprint. Well, guess what? He didn't do that. <laughs> and so I had to trust him every step of the way. And I was inactive because he, I was praying that he would show me a plan. And so that never happened. And I realized that he's not going to do that. And most of the time when he he does that, he's not going to, when he wants you to do something, he's not going to show you the whole plan. And I think about um, Abraham and when God asked him to, to sacrifice Isaac, I'm sure Abraham had a lot of thoughts in his head. He was probably having conniption flips in his heart. But he trusted God and he obeyed. I think the most fascinating thing for me about that story is that the Bible says that God did that so he can see what was in his heart. And I'm thinking, wow. And I had to question myself, what, Lord, what is your heart revealing? And what I found is that my heart was saying that my fears, my uncomfortableness, my worries about what people would say is greater than God's power. And I can tell you for the last year and a half, almost two years, as I tried to work in the background and I was, when I focused on the fears, I had no peace, not one single peace. And what I've learned is that if you, when you, surrender to obedience and you choose to obey God, that's when you will experience the greatest contentment in the fullness of joy in your life because you're allowing him to work his purpose through your life. And I can tell you, it has not been an easy road because I had to battle those things. 
But I'm, I, I was either going to be miserable the rest of my life or I was going to experience the abundant life that he has come, that he has promised to give us. And all of that is through obedience. But in order for you to be obedient as a single woman, you have to surrender your heart to Jesus, to the Lord, to his will, to his will for your life. And the only way you it's going to make it easier for you to obey is if you foster a deeper relationship with Christ, deeper intimacy with him. Go into the word, into his heart so that you, he, he, you can know your father's heart and that you can understand his motives towards you. And when you grasp that and know that he is here to do you good, you will be able to do whatever he asks you to do with an open spirit and with the confidence that he is going to bring you through. Now, as a single woman, you can think of the times that you've probably disobeyed God, whether you're disobeying him in an area that he's asking you to work out in ministry or whatever else you're struggling with, you have to start looking at the differences. When you obey, uh, what are the results? When you disobey, what are the consequences? What are the results of that? How many times have God said to you, don't go out with this guy, don't date this person, or don't allow this person to come to your home at a certain hour? How many times have you gone against that? I know I've been guilty of that before. So what were the consequences? And those are the things that God, an intimate relationship with Jesus, is going to empower you to do because his voice is going to become pre, become dominant in your life. His word is going to become dominant so that everything else is going to be minimized. Not that they go away, but everything else is going to be, is not going to trump what God says. So with obedience comes the blessing. Disobedience brings the curse. Obedience will elevate you and propel you to new heights. Disobedience will cause you to stagnate and stunt your growth. Obedience will open doors for you while disobedience will close those doors. So which one do you want to choose today? Sometimes it's hard to obey, but I can tell you through my journey, I'm here to say that it is the best choice it, that you will ever make in your life. Because there are things that's going to come against you. I think of another Bible story as I say this. I think of Saul. Saul was a king and um, he was given a mission by God. And Samuel had come to deliver that news to him what he should do. So when Saul went on that mission, he was to destroy a certain nation, the Amalekites, and and he was not supposed to, he was supposed to destroy the nation, kill everybody, do not take anything, kill the children, everything, all. God said to destroy them all. But when he got there, he deviated from the plan. And when he returned and he was confronted by Samuel, he, he placed blame, he transferred the blame, he lied, he spoke about the people that he feared, 
and he did not take full responsibility for his actions. The Bible goes on to say that God regretted the day that he made Saul king. What is it that God has asked you to do that you have deviated from or that you have not applied total obedience to? See, because we want to obey when it's convenient, when it feels good, when it makes sense sometimes. Or we think that we can help God by deviating from what he has asked us to do. But God, it desires total obedience from you. Not partial, not some, but total obedience. If he says to walk five steps, he doesn't want four and a half or four and a quarter. He wants five steps. And that's how we have to be. We have to think of God as an exact God. In that when he speaks to us, that we must obey. And as we obey, he will begin to reveal the goodness that is that he's holding in his hands for you. He has goodness in his hands for you. It's there, but we have to obey in order to receive it. So I encourage you today that we all make mistakes. We are all a work in progress. Don't get down on yourself, but know that there's a consequence for disobedience. There's a consequence for obedience. And I am so glad I chose to obey.